0: Hi everyone, this is Jack, co-host of the Summer Reading Podcast, coming at you live—not live, but not dead either. Far in the future, before we even start to tell you that we like to swear, it's an explicit podcast. It's not crazy, uh, but we do say bad words. You know, like "fooey," and we call each other "cur" a lot, like almost nonstop, and uh, what have you. We're good for a good what have you here, uh, here and there. So, just so you know, if you want to protect your your delegate paper ears from, uh, our, our cutting remarks. Um, just be aware of that. So, uh, sit back or I don't know, go for a jog, whatever you do when you listen to podcasts. I'm not your dad. I could be, we don't know. Pretty sure I'm not. Send me a letter.
1: Coming up on the summer reading podcast.
0: I think I have emotions that have never met each other.
1: <laughs> wow. I'm jealous. <laughs> yeah. All of my
0: emotions like Yeah, yeah. I feel like bargaining and wistfulness, they don't know each other. Oh wow. They've got no idea who each other Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Are. No, that's not me. Everything yeah. everything lives in one disgusting pot in my <laughs> yeah, they're in there. my heart. <laughs>
0: And welcome to the Summer Reading Podcast. (laughs) This is the podcast where a professor and a librarian, or a librarian and a professor, read and review all of the books you are assigned in English class. Mm -hmm. And sometimes not, looking for you who are here off the heels of twilight. (laughs) Um, uh, I am your professor. My name is Jack. My pronouns are he, him.
1: And my name is Marty. I am your librarian, and my pronouns are she, her. Uh,
0: And how are you doing today, Marty?
1: I am doing okay. Um, I'm happy to be here. I think I, well, I know I told you earlier that today was a toddler scream fest in my house. So having a conversation where there's no screaming happening is really nice. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I don't know
0: about that because I have very poor volume control. (laughs)
1: Uh, but no, I'm good. I um, I have been a little bit steeped in in Miss Jane Austen, um, the authoress we are going to be discussing discussing today. Um, <laughs> well whoa, well, we
0: might be disgusting. We
1: might be <laughs> disgusting. Good Lord, I haven't even had a drink. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> yep. But. Um, yeah, so I I ended up uh, auditioning for a Jane Austen-esque play a couple days ago. I haven't heard back anything about it. Um and then I've been reading Northinger and it's it's um it's been kind of a delightful escape, honestly. Um, yeah. Yeah, and
0: sh- should we say at the top where this is a a, a Northinger Abby yes. household? because I I grew up with uh, people saying N- Northinger
1: oh do we know what the proper pronunciation is
0: no and I'm a little bit um don't care
1: get fair yeah about it
0: <laughs> but, um, <laughs> I, like I don't care if it's technically a gif I will say gif until oh,
1: until the cows come I home I yes. die. so yeah. this, is,
0: this is a hard G house okay. That that we're, we're about to endeavor to I into. respect
1: that that decision. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: So, Northinger. If, <laughs> if your ears will bleed at the at the peel of a hard G, <laughs> care about better things. Yeah. Um, right. <laughs> I, and I say that knowing that it's a little pot calling the kettle black. Well, yeah, but uh, like that's okay. I will find die on the hill of the hard G but but don't at me <laughs> yeah, don't don't at me don't at me um can I, I do something a little different that i don't usually do sure i you know me mason i sure do um i tend to read <laughs> just a little bit just just a little <laughs> bit um and i don't i at the beginning it was all like maybe on this podcast i could talk about like what i what i'm reading right now
1: yeah do it
0: um but uh, I didn't do that for most of the podcast so far because Fine. usually the period between the thing I want to talk about and the time where we record, I move on to something that I'm less interested in. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're, I want to I want to shout out this this book that I'm absolutely in love with right now. Uh, I think you may have seen it. It's tomorrow and tomorrow <gasps> yes! and tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By Gabrielle Zevin, and I. Uh, I, I don't because we're still relatively new friends, Marty, it's hard to fathom. Um, <laughs> but I have been recommending the book The Storied Life of A.J. Fikry* to everyone in my life since I read that book. Wow. I think in 2015, okay. maybe. It's been a while. It was a really formative, wonderful, brilliant book uh and it's one of my go-to like oh what's a favorite book of yours storied life of aj Fickry. Hmm. um and i read i've read a number of zevin's other other uh works but none of them have spoken to me like aj Fickry as much uh until uh, a couple days ago i start, i picked up tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow yeah and i'm about half halfway through it so if it ends poorly <laughs> i don't know I'm not there yet, but I am absolutely obsessed with this book right now. Oh, that's awesome. I want to shout it out. I'm really, really vibing with um with this book. A beautiful you could say you call it a friendship book. Oh, okay. Um as well. So so just I wanna shout that out because um I love it.
1: Yeah. And I love it this is a podcast where we talk about books, so why not why not throw another one in there? But Enough about books we're not
0: talking about.
1: (laughs) Let's talk about the book we are talking about. Let's talk about the book
0: we are talking about. So, uh, today, we talked about it already. Mm -hmm. Here we go. Here we are. We're we're talking about Northanger, Northanger, Northanger Abbey. (laughs) Um, Or, as the critics like to say... Not her best work,
1: <laughs> oh, oh, come on, man <laughs> um, uh,
0: I don't know if that sets sets the scene, but in um a lot of the research that I was doing, yeah, people were like, yeah. like you could really hear the uh, Jane Austen got a lover <laughs> finger Abby I was so I. Uh-huh. W-
1: I was interested to see in in my research that her brother published this, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh, that's that's really interesting." Especially you and I talked about that note at the beginning
0: where she yeah. And I, I'm gonna I'm <laughs> gonna read the I'm gonna read the note. Okay, but b- good. Before we get into that, have you read this one before?
1: I have. This was a reread for me. Um, I was trying to remember when I read it. I feel like it was honest to God. It might have been like in the seven to 10 years ago range. Um, mm-hmm. and I just randomly picked it up off a shelf and was like, Oh, I like Austin try this mm-hmm. one. Um, and I remembered thinking it was funny and that it was Gothic and that was pretty much it. Um, how about you? Is this a reread for you? Or this
0: was a first time. Ooh, this was a first time read for me. Um, it's also the second Austin I've read.
1: Oh, what was the first? Um, Pride,
0: Pride and Prejudice. Oh, okay. Pride and Prejudice. It's not, it's not like, I'm not throwing you curveball being like, Mansfield Park. No, it's... <laughs> you never know. I don't know. <laughs> what What if you're like, oh, have you read Pride and Prejudice? And I was I was like, what? I've what? never heard... What? What are you talking about? Is that like a big one? <laughs> I don't know. Um, I was in a... All right, okay, so... I've been in multiple classes in my lifetime, Mm -hmm. Um, and one of them was about Victorian and Gothic literature, and Mm. another one was about adaptation. Okay. So the class I took on adaptation was the first time I had formally studied Austen.
1: Oh, um, okay. So
0: it was it was structured around uh, highly adapted works, mm-hmm. three of them. So we were learning about Ovid's Metamorphoses. We mm. were learning about Austen's Pride and Prejudice, and we were learning about Shakespeare's Othello. Those those were the three main primary text. texts. Okay. Yeah, and then all of the other things that we read sort of branched off from there okay. in different uh, adaptive and appropriate ways. So. Uh, And that was the second time I had read *Pride and Prejudice*. Okay. Um, And one of the things that I feel like I'm going to butt up against tonight, um, or today, if you're, (laughs) if we're not with you uh, during the nighttime, is uh, I I don't love Jane Austen. (gasps) Um, Sacrilege. Yeah, I know, and I feel like being uh, an being an English professor, uh, in many ways, and just a reader of books, um, it's in many ways sort of like. Marking yourself for the pike. I it, it, yeah, is... I know
1: what you mean, but I also think that's that's a bunch of hooey. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah, look, yeah. listen, we talking to the the hoo miser. <laughs> I I know it's a little of hooey, but at the same time, it always feels like
1: ah yeah
0: with yeah with it uh, because I um uh, I re- I didn't run into you. I visited you. Uh, couple days ago. It was so fun. Yep, it was a five minute trip that lasted for an hour yep. and made me late for a meeting. Yeah, I know,
1: it was um, great.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, it's, it, Austin's not my She's not your my, girl. She's not my girl. Yeah, Edith Wharton, she's my boy. Mm-hmm. Um, Austin's not my girl. And uh, I, I feel almost bad about it. <laughs> almost. Almost bad about it. Yeah, yeah. Because she, Prime Prejudice in particular, uh, I had a professor, not just a professor, I'd seen it many places, uh, slated as the most famous novel in the English language. Oh, wow. Um, Which is high praise. Yeah. um, And also like a a lot to live up to. Yeah. Like you've got that. And it wasn't even super popular.
1: Right, In its time. time. Yeah, I I read that it wasn't popular until, like, 50 years later. And I'm like, why? That's so interesting. Yeah, it's a little
0: bananas. Yeah. Let's get into this. Okay. Let's... Let's talk Northanger Abbey. Yeah. So, um, originally, it was Susan. Susan? What? Did you hear about this? Oh, Oh! The working title was Susan.
1: Wait, I did not hear about this.
0: But uh, it didn't stay, Susan, because the main character, Catherine, was renamed to Catherine. Right. So the, the premise of Northanger Abbey is, in ways, it's satire of gothic literature.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: We have our heroine, uh, Catherine Moreland, who is sort of taken away to Bath and sort of inculcates herself to the high life uh, there. Uh, She gets involved with the people there, uh, and we learn that she's kind of obsessed with Gothic literature. Mm -hmm. And what happens by the second half of the book is that this family, the Tilneys, invite her away to their home of Northanger Abbey, which she's like, ooh, maybe it's gonna be creepy and spooky. Haunted. and it's just a place. <laughs> so...
1: <laughs> and she's so disappointed in how modern everything is.
0: <laughs> yep. Yeah. And so it's just a place. And then at the end, she gets married. So, um,. <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yeah oh, is there anything you want to add
1: no i mean we will talk about it all like as we really talk about it but there's there's a lot more about the like lovering aspects of catherine's life than there is necessarily the gothic tropes i would say um yes yeah all right. okay
0: so l- let me open up with this okay. i want to lay my cards out on the table all
1: right all right tell me jack
0: I love a good, funny book. Mm-hmm. Um, I am just not interested in the way she renders the foibles of the landed gentry.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, and okay. this,
0: this is an issue I have with Pride and Prejudice as well. Yeah. Um, uh, Which is like, oh, you can't say that about Pride and Prejudice. How about you go fuck yourself? Like... <laughs>
1: Say what I want. So, <laughs> I can read books. I can... guess.
0: <laughs> so, um, the the pitch of this book, uh, I was fascinated with because it it, f- it feels out of all of the Austin books, this feels the most gimmicky. Yes. It's the whole like ooh gothic literature.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: of it, and uh, that really sold me because I love. I love when people are critical about things that they enjoy. Yeah, yeah, same. I love it's all like, ooh, you consume media with nuance? <laughs> yes! <laughs> um, but we, we sort of get to this book, and we have like a whole half of a book before we sort of get the what the book is pitched at.
1: Right, right, and that is frustrating, I think, as a reader.
0: And, and I found this on... Spark notes. And I, I wanna read it. So Uh but 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 Gothic novels and their conventions occur throughout the novel. On the ride from Bath to Northanger Abbey, Henry invents a humorous hypothetical story about Catherine's first night in Bath, making subtle references to several gothic novels, most of which were well known at the time. Mm. Consult another ad- annotated edition of Northanger Abbey for a list of the references where they come from. Um and that that's like Okay, that's gonna give you a lot to go on, right? Um, But they they also make the point here of uh, where where is it? Let me let me find your spot. Real
1: good, yeah, real good,
0: real good. (laughs) Uh, Um, maybe it's not here. Maybe I just can't find it. So, good old, good old. We're doing it live here um point point being half of the book is not gothic it's just your your regular standard fair jane austen yes
1: yeah it's 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 a romantic comedy yeah Yeah. it's
0: like "Mm, they like each other but i don't know right they're gonna get engaged they're not engaged anymore. i gave my consent because i thought you were rich yeah and then you went rich, so I don't give my consent anymore. Right. and uh, It just kind of tires I me out. I feel
1: like that. So I would say that Northanger Abbey is ninety percent that, like the the romantic, romantic story, and then like ten percent, like mocking gothic, yes, tropes or gothic novels. Um, and it's funny because I. I think I probably enjoyed this read much more than you did, <laughs> 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 but I think that's because I enjoy Jane Austen. Um, well,
0: I I texted you when yeah. I started reading it, being like, "This is a good fun." Yeah, yeah. Th- this is a good fun. I definitely i I enjoyed Northanger Abbey more than I enjoyed Pride and Prejudice.
1: Oh, okay. My okay. my
0: capa my my zone out capacity mm. was much greater with Northanger Abbey than it was with. Pride and Prejudice because mm-hmm. Pre- Pride and Prejudice you, you get it and it's not just that like the same thing happens with um, Pride and Prejudice and zombies oh which, which, <laughs> oh like I'm I'm reading Pride and Prejudice and zombies so I'm like I feel like this is a a faithful little bit because I feel exactly the same as when I read <laughs> Jane Austen as when I'm reading Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. <laughs> it, it's just like, I get there, I'm like, oh, okay, governesses are ninjas, and right, there's a, like, a right. boss battle at the end, fine. Um, but I started off having like good fun, also because there's the thrill of knowing that they were going to get gothic
1: yeah. with it yeah. for me.
0: Like, I, I enjoy that uh, a great deal, great deal. Mm-hmm. But my favorite thing about this book is actually... Um, the way they they discuss the mysteries of Udolpho are are you familiar with them? Um,
1: no, this book? I don't know that book. Um, so I, I will say that I I kind of loved. Um, I'll let you talk about Udolpho first, actually, and then I'll okay, we'll, okay. and then I'll jump well, into so, what I was going to say.
0: <laughs> I will say uh, I have it here.
1: Ooh, um,
0: is it so good? I you would not like this. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I think, I think it's a lot of book that you would not be crazy engaged with. Gotcha. Okay. Um, but it is a it was a super popular book. Yeah. Um, and I would say I would make the comparison that in a way, *Mistress* of *Udolpho* kind of had like a *Twilight* esque reception.
1: Oh, interesting. Of its
0: time, where yeah. where people were still people were like it's a fun read yeah. but it's overly sensational right um of doing it and the like it's just a book that just, it just goes on mm, okay okay <laughs> it go it goes on and i think i think it's good but it was a, it's a, a kind of it was in the romantic era yeah um but it was a crazy foundational text mm-hmm. um like a lot of people writing in this time are like yes i'm familiar with mysteries of Udolpho. Um, and one of the things I love about Northanger Abbey is one <laughs> that I've read the book that they've read. Um, and uh, two, I love the way that they talk about. Yeah. Yeah. Literature. I love the way that literature in Northanger Abbey takes on its own role mm-hmm. of it. of It's not just, it's not just reading. It's a means of connection yeah. or misconnection yeah. with other people. Um, and, and I think that yeah, go that was the, the point
1: I was going to make. I loved the whole conversation between Henry Tilney and Catherine, where they're like talking about books. And she's like, oh, well, you know, I read novels like you probably don't read novels. Men don't read novels. And he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Of course I read novels. Like but
0: I do love I do love that stance. Yeah. Like, Men don't read because yeah. like here we are. <laughs> Centuries later, right, and I'm like, Men don't read, <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I but I love that, like, that, like, you what you said, that's part of how they connect, right? Like, she's already mm. like crushing on him a little bit, and then she's like, oh, You like to read gothic novels too, and she's <laughs> like, it's it's like, like, also that's wrong. Really...
0: <laughs> <laughs> right, she's also wrong about him, of like, this right. isn't a thing that, that you do, and it's like, actually, no, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know. And then she's like, oh, this place is going to be gothic and creepy, and they're like, well, actually, yeah, yeah no. Yeah, no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, it's it's just very, it is very cute when they have that conversation where they, like, connect about books, and that he, you know, kind of... Uh, he's not like the other guys, right? Like, like
0: he. Can... I lo- and I love that. <laughs> I love that she has this moment of I'm not like other girls, right? Like, like just, just in, in there. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's fun. It is. Um, yeah. No, sorry, I've, I've sort of taken over. How dare you? I'm... How? T- <laughs> t- tell me, tell me, tell me your thoughts. So, tell me your feels.
1: Uh, so I, I. The first thing I wrote down under my feelings in my notes is I always enjoy this one, Smiley Face, because I do. It is, it's not perfect by any stretch, but it's horribly enjoyable. And I think it's largely because of the characters, which is always why I enjoy Austen. Um, in some ways I find the worlds that the world that she writes about is so hard to relate to. Like, because I i don't know if you know this about me, Jack, but I'm not sitting around doing needlepoint all day and wondering <laughs> about my <laughs> process.
0: You're not like other girls.
1: Yeah, I'm not like other <laughs> girls. Um, so, like, the, the lifestyle is hard to relate to, but it's a fun escape. Um, and I just love that she creates these really rich characters. You know, she, like, Catherine starts off as this like very silly girl who is like the most naive character you could ever have. Right. Like she can't even tell that this woman who says like, Oh my gosh, I'm your best friend after, you know, two days of hanging out is maybe a little off. Right. Like, like maybe there's something about her that, you know, she says, Oh, I don't want all these men looking at me, but Oh, look at those men over there. They're looking at me. Like she can't judge character in that way. And, and she grows from there and i find that fun you know and mm-hmm. and even though it, there are parts of it that to me are slightly unbelievable that like come on she can't really be that naive right but i but i think that the way austen writes it is so delightful um and and i will say that i love the side characters too um mrs allen who's like obsessed with her
0: dresses um i will say austin went hard yeah. on mrs allen oh she did <laughs> but, like the first description of mrs allen is all like who could marry a, a a woman like this yeah
1: yeah but the thing that i kind of love about it is that it never feels 100 percent malicious if that makes sense like
0: like you're ragging on a friend
1: yeah it's like she's writing about miss allen but she's got a twinkle in her eye you know, she's got like a grin on her face while she's writing about this ridiculous woman. Um, and I will say that I love the character of John Thorpe, who is just like the quintessential asshole. Um, he, the way she writes him, I think is just fantastic because it's like you know he's boasting about his horses. And then
0: his horses are actually really slow. And it's like, not. It's not a, no, a an Austin novel if you don't have like a weird flexor. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Totally. Like I guess it would be Mr. Collins. In, I was thinking Yeah. Yeah. In Pride and He, he struck me
0: as like the Collins.
1: Yeah,
0: and Collins figure. I,
1: I just I love that. Like I don't know. So I I, I guess General I was...
0: Tilney as like the Catherine de Bourg. <laughs> Kind of,
1: <laughs> totally. Oh <analog>. yeah, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So, so I don't know. That's that's I love I love Austin's characters, and I actually think, and I'm surprised, like you didn't bring it up instantly that we should talk about the friendships and what they look like in yes in this that's, story. I
0: I love this. I love that you brought up friendship um, because it reminds me to tell you that I value our friendship very dearly. Um, Same, Jack. This book has too many characters in it for me. <laughs> too many to keep track of. I'm sitting here being like, oh, I love the way she writes this character, and I love the side characters.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you're like, glazing over.
0: Like, Do we really need to know this much about Mr. Allen? Oh,
1: really? yeah. and, yeah.
0: and uh, I And going through, and I like... I feel like that's a lot because I love characters. Mm-hmm. Like I love when you throw a world at me. I couldn't process it that much, uh, that easily. Yeah. But Jane Austen cares about friendship.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and I admire that in her a lot.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I think my my whole like my whole hold back. What am I trying to say? Uh... My Um, hang Uh, 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 hang up hang up up, hang up up. my (laughs) hang up my hold back (laughs) fuck me um my uh my hang up is that it's still like this book will end in marriage yeah i know uh, we are best friends but our romantic um escapades are going to be the main drivers of our internal conflict. Right. Right. I, I yes. Isabella is my best friend.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, what? They like each other? Oh, they're, they're away now? Oh, right. okay. You're back? Like like the like like th- these constructions. Mm. I like that they're there. I like that Austin recognized recognizes friendship as a motivator and a big motivator for character, narrative, um, for, just for plot. Mm-hmm. The the way it manifests, I'm like, sure.
1: <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get that. I get that.
0: I. Um... Now in Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow yeah, by ah, Gabrielle Zevin. Uh, um, don't no, spoil it, Jack. I'm <laughs> not going to spoil it. I'm just going <laughs> to let you savor it yourself.
1: I can't wait. Um, yeah, no, that's and that's interesting too, because it's true that the friendship that she focuses on the most probably is the one that winds up being false. Um, you know, Isabella and Catherine are, you know, joined at the hip for weeks on end in bath, but really it turns out like Catherine is just kind of scheming on her brother or I'm sorry, Isabella is kind of scheming on Catherine's brother. Mm-hmm. Um, and that,
0: You've never used someone for their hot sibling? Uh,
1: no, no. You're it's... never like, will your
0: sister be <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to lie. I had a big old crush on my, my friend's older brother for many years. And it turned out, Jack, that he does not like women. <laughs> 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 but little 14-year-old me did not know that.
0: <laughs> here's Here's my main point. Mm. That I want to make. Okay. Um, I ultimately would have enjoyed a more embodied gothic satire. Mm. Okay. Like my my big my big takeaway from this book, just from like a structural point of view, is it in many ways feels like a lopsided satire yeah where where the like what they sort of present as central to mm-hmm. the story and theme and motif is not necessarily central
1: yeah it's more, it's more an- ancillary kind of
0: yeah yeah it, yeah it's very much like so, so much of the book is you're sort of getting choked up, you're <laughs> choked up just talking about it um so much of the book is your, like, standard Jane Austen charm. Yeah. Right, and, and it's built up as, as, like, well, she reads a lot of gothic literature, so <laughs> oh. she's going to come on in here, she's going to think everyone buys by the rules of gothic literature. Um, and then you read through half of the book yeah. and, like, the you don't even get to the place. Right, right. Nothing's happening. Uh, no, nothing nothing's happening. Not like I'm not I'm not feeling the body. Yeah. of like what's so fun about gothic literature because good parody has to come from a place of love.
1: Uh, uh-huh.
0: If parody does not come from a place of love, you are just being mean. I 1002% agree. Yeah, who oh, man, <laughs> <laughs> fuck yeah. Um, and and so I I do believe that Austin is writing about this concept mm-hmm. from a place of love, right? Like you can tell she's she's read the mysteries of Udolpho. She's read, uh, she's read Anne C- and Radcliffe. She's probably read the Sicilian romance. Uh, maybe she's read Horace Walpole. Whatever. Um, she like see like he sees that. but I don't feel as though in this book the translation of oh haha ha, look how she's projecting her gothic fantasies onto real people right is as explored mm. as it could be
1: right right yeah is, i yeah. I totally get that. I think um I think that when I first picked this up, I was not under the impression that I was going to read a Gothic novel. I was under the impression, oh, I'm going to read a Jane Austen novel. Well, I I think, you know, and so that like, I, I think, but I can, I see what you're saying that like the, the expectation is this is Jane Austen does, Good Jesus! This is Jane Austen does disgusting. Gothic.
2: We're <laughs> disgusting. disgusting this We're
1: We're disgusting. Her. Ugh. Um. She. Yeah. I. Um. I don't know what I was just gonna say. That
0: th- this is <laughs> this is more a Jane Austen novel than it is a Gothic novel. Yeah. And I and I, I agree to that effect. And I also say that. I'm not saying that this is a gothic
1: no, book. No, Inherently, no. Yeah. Uh, Inherently,
0: even, like, scholars can't agree that Jane Austen is any one literary movement. Right, right. Um, She's kind of her own thing. Thing. Uh, and when presented with, like, this is a concept I really like, I want to play around with it,
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh, I think, like, you need to really like sink your your teeth into it like like, like really I like lean into it and yeah, yeah like i would see like maybe the first four chapters
1: mm-hmm.
0: of of like establishing the characters establishing like what what catherine cares about and then you get to then you get to northanger abbey um and then like maybe you go through each of the gothic tropes one by one right um, and you just sort of see how it's sort of debilitating her relationships with the people around her because she's uh, projecting onto them. Yeah. She's not connecting with them. Um, rather than it being sort of like a, a couple chapters yeah. it condensed is, into like the second half. Yeah,
1: it is kind of just chucked in there. And it is interesting that like all of her like exploration and all of her like ideas of like, oh, he, clearly he like has his wife trapped in the other wing of the house and
0: He's a murderer. Yeah,
1: like all of this happens over the course of like two days, right? Like she she has uh-huh. all of these these crazy ideas and then it, it's just like, oh, I was really silly and now I'm really embarrassed and like are they gonna hate me now but they don't. Um yeah, yeah it's I, I yeah, I get what I love. Saying.
0: I love when you've got that slow build.
1: Yeah. Right of
0: like like g- gothic heroines.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: This is this. I can just sense that someone is absolutely seething <laughs> right now. Um, someone who, who
1: we we don't even know who's going to listen to this yet.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, but so, someone who's like, um, that's actually a rather trite reading of North Northanger <laughs> Abbey.
1: Um, but
0: whatever. Gothic heroines. I very rarely are they like you're a murderer yeah i know it's it's usually until they find something that might be a body in a dungeon (laughs) that they're like maybe this guy who's kind of forcing me to marry him doesn't have my best interests
1: right 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 (laughs) yeah yeah um takes a little while
0: (laughs) And so I love, I would love this slow build of, like, oh, well, you know what? That kind of reminds me of Udolpho.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Um, And and she sort of has this, like, percolation of suspect um, where she goes through and you're like, well, maybe, no, he would never murder mm-hmm. his wife but maybe but no but maybe <laughs> and you have that sort of back and forth where you're like oh okay you sort of get to play with the ridiculousness of it a little bit more like you get to play with your food yeah a bit yeah a bit more uh with that so so you're like,
1: saying austin needed a better editor
0: i think Austin <laughs> needed a lot of things for this book can, can, can we read the the oh yeah! oh let's read
1: the note the, all right the okay. note is so, so
0: good so a, North northanger abbey i got to go o- over to my very precious barnes and noble classic section of my library Ooh. pull this one off the shelf yeah i've got also- a
1: library copy that has lady susan the watsons and sandition in it as well oh wow
0: yeah is it pronounced sandition
1: uh, oh, maybe it's not Sand Sand I added a, I added an I.
0: I don't know how to pronounce it. It was never finished. They turned it into a, like a a series. Oh shit! Really? Recently, and I was like, they never didn't she never finish that? That's how did so you? So funny. How did you do that? I. But it it's always like always opens up doors for things. Like do you know mm. um the the musical the Mystery of Edwin Drew?
1: Oh yeah yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, that was like mm-hmm. Charles Dickens' unfinished one,
1: right? Right. So, so. the way
0: they're doing it, it's all like you've you, f- you finished what the fuck is going on here, <laughs> and I really like that. Choose I, I, your own I,
1: adventure.
0: Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Okay, okay. So, advertisement by the authoress to North Northanger Abbey. This little work was finished in the year eighteen o three and intended for immediate publication. It was disposed of to a bookseller, it was even advertised, and why the business proceeded no farther, the author has never been able to learn. (laughs) That any bookseller should think it worthwhile to purchase what he did not think it worthwhile to publish seems extraordinary. But with this, neither the author nor the public have any other concern than as some observation is necessary upon those parts of the work which 13 years have made comparatively obsolete. Mm. The public are entreated to bear in mind that 13 years have passed since it was finished, many more since it was begun, and that during that period places, manners, books, and opinions have (laughs) undergone considerable changes." Thank you. She's angry. She's
1: really angry. Yeah.
0: She's angry. They bought yeah. it. They did nothing with it.
1: Yeah. And that is, I mean, I will say, that seems really weird. But, yeah, there's a lot of ire in this. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, this it's Irish. No. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, she's definitely pissed. And it's funny because not really knowing the the history, like, I didn't know when Udolpho was a hit. Like, I didn't really, I didn't use the appendix while I was reading, unfortunately, even though this has, like, annotations and footnotes and whatnot.
0: I almost never do the extra I mean,
1: work. why would All you?
0: Right. You're like, You've got notes? Cool.
1: Cool. Good job.
0: Supplementary <laughs> material?
1: Neat. Um... So, so like reading it, reading this note, I was like, "Well, what, what exactly is she talking about? The, the thirteen years, like these things being obsolete now? Is it like the society in Bath? Is it?" And now I'm thinking it must have been the popularity of
0: Udolpho. I would think, right? Maybe. Maybe. Do you think Twilight's not going to be popular in like twenty years? I don't know so i i don't know how popular twilight
1: still is i feel like it's still like part of the common lexicon yes yeah i would say that's true but i don't think that people are and like, i mean
0: let's face it <laughs> mysteries of udolpho also still part of the common lexicon <laughs> clearly everyone's read <laughs> the mysteries of udolpho i mean look at this thing how long is that it it is a uh, a good it's a concise um 670 pages holy
1: shit and you know like and how small is the type of
0: the font fa- the font is probably only like you know it's probably like 10 point or Oof. or, or Oof. like they they could have gone with they could have gone with the eight point yeah. Um, yeah so you know it's not like dang not that bad. and it's it's you know like You know, it's, you know, it's like, it's, it's a book. It's a book. Right? You know, say what you will about The Mistress of Udolpho. It is a book.
1: (laughs) Now I'm curious to read it, even though I probably wouldn't like it.
0: Oh my God. (laughs) Marty, it's going to take you so long to read this. (laughs) I know, Jack. I am
1: the slowest reader on the planet, which is hilarious for a librarian, but. Yeah there you have if, it <laughs> if, you, if you
0: if you want to read this book you should have started like two years ago
1: probably mm-hmm. yeah Look at this we'll talk about it in in three years
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's it's like and I'm not against this actually I quite enjoy it mm-hmm. But, you know it's a book with sentences that go
2: mm. Um...
0: Yeah, here, I'll read you a sentence. I'll pick out a random sentence from (laughs) Mistress of Udolpho, and when when I encounter a period, I will stop.
1: Okay, I'm excited.
0: Okay. While Orsino remained concealed in his house, Montoni was unwilling to attract public observation by the nuptials of Count Morano, but this obstacle was, in a few days, overcome by the departure of his criminal visitor, and then he informed Emily that her marriage was to be celebrated on the following morning. Wow. So that's that's the topic sentence.
1: Okay. <laughs> Do you know what it actually reminds me slightly of is um one of the one of the stories that the uh, March sisters write in Little Women that's in like their little newspaper that they make. Yeah,
0: yeah. The,
1: it's like the the
0: masked the, the masked marriage society.
1: Yeah, they they write like a masked marriage and it's like this yeah, I don't
0: know. And it just and it goes. It just goes. Yeah. It's it's sort of in a way lovingly lambasted Mm -hmm. in Northanger, Um, and I like I really, I think that is my favorite part of this book. Okay. Um, I did make it farther than I normally do before zoning out. (laughs) That's good whereabouts did you
1: so when you zone out do you zone out and then zone back in or do you are you just like okay i will
0: zone back in but like on another chapter okay <laughs> I, I will be zoned out I'll, I'll be all like you know what it was good that i found a fried chicken sandwich place that delivers yeah and then i, w- and then I come back and like oh they're married now <laughs>
1: like, <laughs> Maybe this is why I'm a slow reader because I don't let myself zone out like that in books. Like I'm like, no, I have to like know everything that's happening.
0: Oh, I, I tend to feel like, and this goes to my ego. I feel like I get it. Wow. <laughs> With a lot of books, <laughs> like like, um, and when we're talking about Austin, Austin's played on so much and mm-hmm. really like defined. D- defined the Regency romance.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Bridgerton would not exist if Jane Austen hadn't existed. Amen. Like, That's just it. Just wouldn't be it. So like I'm, I'm going through. I'm like, oh okay. Th- this is this is the problem. This is the character. Mm-hmm. This is the gist. Right. Fried chicken sandwich. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: yeah, and see, I like to like lose myself in the silly, like sidebar stuff that's going on. Mm.
0: Like, no, and I like that too. Listen yeah. in tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow uh-huh. by Gabrielle Zevin. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh my God. The, like you love the sidebar stuff.
1: All right. I'm going God,
0: to,
1: we... I'm going to put it on hold, Jack. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's going to happen. I just want the book to succeed.
1: It, it will. It's already to got say- like really good reviews everywhere.
0: I I yeah and yeah keep keep it going Jesus keep it going friends keep it going <laughs> God read Gabriel Zevin she's up there she's one of my favorites I she's think... up there with like Stephen Millhauser Ruth Ozeki mm. I love these people
1: yeah yeah I think I'm actually on my Goodreads list but let me make sure that that's true. Um,
0: and, and I mean that with no shade to Jane Austen, because we will inevitably read Pride and Prejudice.
1: Oh, please! I hope so.
0: We will inevitably go through Sense and Sensibility.
1: Emma, I love Emma.
0: We'll probably go through because there's only six.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Right. Yeah, we'll just we'll just do all the Austen.
1: It is on my Goodreads. Want to read? Right, right It's there. a good
0: book. Everyone, just everybody. like
1: everybody,
0: put a hold for tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow. And and I say that, do it now because my guess is. This one's gonna like Midnight Library. Mm, that mm-hmm. it's, it, it, you're, it's gonna be on hold. You're gonna,
1: gonna
0: be, be like waiting 80th in line. Do yeah. it. It's gonna be like I, when I tried to rent Twilight, but the whole consortium <laughs> said there was only one copy. and It was already checked out. Yep. And I was like, that can't be right. Yep.
1: So I got you the secret hookup.
0: The secret. Yeah. <laughs> we met. We met in the alley behind the That's library. Right. <laughs> Handed it to you in a paper bag. Handed it to me. <laughs> Brought it back. It was supposed to take five minutes. I was there an hour.
1: <laughs> oh, library <Yeah>. deals.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. So let let me um mhm. I think I got through what I want to get through. Do you have anything that you want to I uh I feel
1: like I I you know, Northinger is it, it's 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 a little fluff piece. I don't know. I didn't really have much to say other than what I said, I think. It's, it's fun. Oh, you know what? One thing that I wrote down was that I wish we found out at the end what the hell happens to Isabella. Because she breaks her engagement with Catherine's brother. And then she's supposedly going to be engaged to Captain Tilney. And then he, like, is like, peace. And she writes to Catherine and is like, hey, can you get me back with your brother? And then we never find out what happens to her.
0: Um, Maybe, um... Nothing? She's (laughs) in love with a woman.
1: (gasps) Oh, I like that.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. And and Jane Austen's brother was like, nay, I shan't.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And so we just cut that part.
0: (laughs) This... (laughs) This resolution is, is <laughs> far too torrid for my yeah. sensibilities.
1: Oh I like that. Okay, <laughs> we're going with that. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't know if anybody else who's read Northanger has wondered about this, but I, I was just, in making my notes, I was like, yeah, we never find out what happens to mm-hmm. Isabella. I mean, I guess, uh, presumably, she finds some rich guy and marries him and does whatever she wants, um, because...
0: <laughs> it's the 90s. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, but yeah, that's, that, that was the only other, other little note that I had. Um, should we move to rabbits?
0: All right. Yeah. Let's, let's get to rabbits. Da da da.
1: Ba da ba ba da
0: ba. Um, so this is, this is our final segment of the podcast. We call it rabbits. If this is the first time you're joining us, uh, this is the part of the show where we rate the book on a five rabbit scale.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, we can do decimals too so if it's a 0. 0.5 please don't think too much about what that half rabbit no. means
1: or a, uh, or a 0.25 either
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah i'm the quarter. i i kind of am against going off of like the quarter
1: mm. so, so
0: if I, if i'm like oh 2.78 rabbits i'm like no yeah
1: that's
0: a little too that's yeah. a little too
1: <laughs> that's a little too
0: Bothersome. It's a little too nettlesome for my... Agreed. For my sensibilities. <laughs> um, so, uh, how many rabbits? How many rabbits would you give... Uh, uh,
1: so, I I am saying 3 i I'm to Three? Gonna, I'm going to give it three. Because I do enjoy it. It's not... I probably never would have read it again if we weren't reading it for the podcast. You know, like, I read it once. I was like, oh, that's a fun book. But, like, it's not one that I would revisit... Um, but I did enjoy it and I I, yeah I don't know
0: that is fucking insane (laughs) why is that fucking insane it's fucking insane because I am also going to give it three rabbits no Jack
1: we're supposed uh, to disagree more no I know
0: I feel like we were on different pages this entire episode and then we fucking walk in and give it like sorry you're like i like it but it's a three and i'm like i didn't really care for it but it's a three (laughs) i feel like it is it's a book
1: it's and it's well written it's like it's fun you know it's it's not austin's best i agree with what everybody on the internet says (laughs)
2: The critics say. (laughs) The
1: critics say. Um but but it's a it's a good read. Doctor
0: Jane Austen says fucking sure, I guess.
1: (laughs) Um yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's it's like solidly in the middle for me, I would say.
0: Yeah, it's the middle of the road.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Sure. (laughs) Sure.
1: Do you want me to give it a, a, a half, a three and a half? No, no, check? no, no, no,
0: no. no. I, I'm happy. To, Since I'm happy to I enjoyed it you. more than no, your... no, I, I just think it's wild <laughs> of of being like like I didn't actively dislike it, right, right. And I feel like when we get below the three, yes, Mark, there is a degree of active dislike, right, there.
1: right. That's when we're getting into Lord of the Flies territory. Yeah,
0: yeah. Of <laughs> like, like I didn't, yeah, I do not care for. You know, no, neither of us cared for Lord of the Flies. Mm -hmm. This, this just uh, gobsmacks me Mm. because I felt like we were in pretty comfortable disagreement, but.
1: Okay. Well,
0: I'm. Don't change. Don't change. But
1: but I will say, I think we have different, we have different rabbit ratios (laughs) (laughs) because you have said that you will never do a five.
0: Yeah, I was thinking yeah. about, like, okay, I feel like you will go higher and lower than I, yeah, I do, yeah. and I'll stay more central. So if you, like, take all the scores and add them up and average them out, they're going to be, like, the same in the, the end. same, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Yeah.
1: That's really funny. Yeah.
0: Are, uh, are, okay. Okay. The Summer Reading po- Podcast. I'm going to go into the... Are you comfortable? Are you ready? I'm fine, You're yes. Go yeah, it? I'm All good. Right. I'm good. Let's do it. All right. All right. This All right. has been the Summer Reading Podcast. Our music is by Nathan Morrissey. He's a good lad. You can find him on at Nathan.Morrissey77 on Instagram. Our editor is my brilliant, lovely, amazing, brilliant, wonderful mom, Woo! Rosa Maria. You can uh, follow her on Etsy and on Instagram, at CrochetWell, all one word. Uh, you can reach us at our email. I always get it wrong. Marty, what's the email?
1: Summerreadingpodcast at gmail.com.
0: All right, you can email us. If you have a, uh, a book, maybe a poem, maybe a story, something you want us to read, let us know. Um, I, oh, <laughs> sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. <laughs> I'm a little excited here. Uh, the Summer Reading Podcast is created and produced by us. Woo! Uh, I've been your professor. My name is Jack. You can and I want to do a plug. I feel like we also f- forget the plugs. This was a, okay because we do that. We do this sometimes
2: mm-hmm.
0: as well. Mm-hmm. This was when we had been doing the podcast for like a couple months, yeah. and then we yeah. realized that we didn't follow each other on Instagram.
1: Oh yeah, do you remember okay.
0: that? <laughs> <laughs> you can follow me. Uh, my my name is Jack. You can follow me at Instagram. Um, on Instagram, <laughs> not at Instagram. Oh my god, <laughs> you imagine. <laughs> I got at Instagram, and I'm not giving it up. You can follow me at jackfromtv, all, all one word. And I'm
1: Marty. I'm your librarian, and you can follow me, although my account is private.
0: Your, your account's private. Yeah. Makes it very difficult because I'm not allowed to share your summer reading posts. Oh,
1: shit. Okay, I'll try to fix that. But um, I, I was
0: not planning on bringing it up. It's
1: okay. I'm Marty underscore the K on Instagram, so... You can, uh, I'll, I'll deprivatize and, uh, people can find me there.
0: Well, you can just make a public account. That's true. I could do you that. You have your private one for like Yeah. pictures of the, pictures of the kid.
1: Yeah. 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 We'll see. <laughs> yeah. It was...
0: I'm so good at having one Instagram account. I can't see what the problem with two would be. I am
1: terrible at it. <laughs> As you know. All right. <laughs> um, Thank you. For... Do we want to say what our next book is?
0: I was. uh, (gasps) Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) Uh, Love you, Mason. Love you, too. (laughs) Thank you for listening. Uh, Please join us next week where we read Wuthering Heights by Emily Bronte. See you then. Bye.